Bueller, 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 Bueller. Good morning. Tip, tip of the cap to tip of the tip. Be- cat, just the cat, just cats. Cats, 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 cats tip. Tip of the cap. Terry Wilson. He's gonna throw. Conrad. Touchdown, Kentucky. Touchdown, Kentucky. <laughs> Victory, Kentucky. Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. They, there's buggers over here. Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! Aaron Harrison, beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British We bastards. beat the British. Suck it, Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeed. Just wild. Like, that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable... What an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20, 10, 5, touchdown, Kentucky. Jesus, Rash, get it together. It's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Hello, everybody. Happy Wednesday to you. September 7th, 2022. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call. Wacky Wednesday edition of the show. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. Hump day. Scoots, how are you, buddy? Hump day. I'm good. You just mentioned it. It's hump day. We're in the middle of the week already. It's pretty awesome. Uh, Got a lot of sleep last night. I'm good. Ready to roll. Good. Happy to hear it. Roush, how are you doing? That song was longer yesterday. Well, I let, the, we the, let it go longer yesterday. Yeah, but it, it, I just I think Scoots is messing with us. No, it it like cuts off, so it, it doesn't necessarily cut off. It just lowers, and then it picks back up. Oh, yeah. So it was longer yesterday. You're right. Yeah, I am a little thrown off too, because yeah, it being Wednesday already has like it's just it's different. Oh, Pat McAfee's joining game day full time. Mm-hmm. Good. They need him on that show, badly. Yeah. Get some juice. They do. They do. Exactly kind of what we were talking about last week with just, it's a little stale, just need a little, and I think we even talked about Pat maybe joining, Mm -hmm. not joining, uh, where things stood with that. Or I was talking, I've I've had lots of college football conversations. They're starting to run together, but I'm really excited because Kentucky's going to be center stage, not actually hosting game day, that'll be Texas-Bama, but the Cats will get a lot of play. Um, There'll be a lot of discussion about this upcoming game against the Florida Gators in the national media. Um, I've seen some early metrics that had this game a little all over the place. Uh, SP Plus says it is a pick uh, This other guy follows Stats of War. Fun follow on Twitter. He has the Gators as five-point favorites, which is about where the line is right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's moving. A lot of public money on Florida who jumped from unranked to 12th. What? So, yeah. Great news for Kentucky. It really is. Like, honestly, I wish they would have moved to seven. Yeah. And what will be really funny is just seeing the polls if Kentucky were to beat Florida. Would Kentucky jump up eight spots? You would think, yeah, of course. If Florida beating Utah can get them from unranked all the way up to 12th, Kentucky beating the number 12 team in the swamp, that should get them well into the top 10. 
It really should. Yeah. If this is the precedent that some of the voters have set, that's exactly what should happen. Would it happen? Well, we'd have to we'd have to wait and see. Hopefully Kentucky wins and we'll get exactly that opportunity to see. Uh, but that's it, great. Rank them as high as you want. It's house money with UK. All right, you go down there, the offensive line, some the running back room. Obviously, we're going to talk a lot about that today on Kentucky Roll Call. But let them be ranked as high as possible. You go down there, you slip up for the reasons I just mentioned. Oh, well, it's the number 12 team in the country on the road, second week of the season. That's not a bad loss to take. And in reality, it's yeah, it's not. Yeah. You win, you really should be in the top 10. And you look at the rest of the schedule and you say, well, you control your own destiny to do whatever you want to do at that point. Go to the college football playoffs, go to the New Year's Six, win the SEC East, compete play Georgia for the SEC East Championship. Of course, getting way ahead of ourselves with that stuff. But that was my first reaction when I saw Florida ranked high. I saw some UK fans complaining like, no, 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 no. Florida, it's a, of course they're going to get that bump. They're a big Let them have it. Let them have that bump. It can only help Kentucky this week. And, and either way, a win or a loss. So I was thrilled to see it. The Way to go, Polster. Kentucky's at its best as an underdog. Like they just are. Being the overwhelming favorite, being picked as second in the East. Hey, they got that great stat on covering, though. I, I at home, seen that one. what is it, like at home, like. 10-point favorites oh, yeah, or yeah, something yeah, like yeah, that. They, yeah. But you, you are right. But they, like, they have their best games as underdogs. Yeah, when Stoops can put that chip on everybody's shoulder, nobody's believing in us, that that sort of deal. Um, Basketball school. But, I mean, I, I, I also love, too, that Billy Napier is already, I mean, in his opening press conference this week, was he didn't say rat poison, but he might as well have said rat poison. Um, th- there was another... Who else I heard listening talking about this game because this is kind of the the mood I'm in right now, TJ, where I'm just trying to consume as much Kentucky Florida content from everywhere as possible mm-hmm. and synthesize it for the the fine folks of the Big Blue Nation. Um, but I, I I forgot about the the aspect of they just won like the biggest game at home in a while. Those guys were enjoying themselves after the game. Like there's a little bit of figurative hangover from that. So, come on, just get high on your laurels there, Florida. You did great against Utah. Just enjoy that win for as long as you, you'd like. I think I, it was probably pretty clear yesterday where I stood on this game. I, I think Florida is – and I have the rest of the week to change my mind. I'm a gut-feeling guy. It, it, it comes and goes. Could be just be the gas, but it comes and goes. But I, I think Florida's going to win, and uh, I hope I, I, I change my mind or change my tune. Obviously, the the offensive line concerns, the running back room isn't making me feel any better about it. But I will say, regardless of how I feel, my gut again, I think Kentucky's just as good as the team as Florida. I think Florida's in a little bit better shape, and they're going to be in. Not quite literally, but in, from an injury standpoint, better shape. And they're at home. So I lean Gators. I picked them when we were doing this the game-by-game. Game. So it's not just solely based on the offensive line play from last Saturday. Uh, but that being said, I love the position Kentucky's in. All the money coming in Florida. Mm-hmm. Florida is 
they have a shot in the arm again. Now they're knocking on the door to be in the top ten team. Anthony Richardson is Cam Newton and Vince Young combined. I, I the li- best player in the history of football. I do like that it, it is just butt slap city towards the Gators. And it was a big win, a game that they could have easily just have lost. That is kind of the weird thing about rankings is if Utah doesn't throw an interception on the one-yard yeah. line, Florida's just unranked. I mean, people aren't probably ranking them for a loss. I could actually see them being ranked like twenty-four. I wouldn't actually. Yeah. I would actually respect pollsters more if they did do that. Yeah. I just it's not normal for them to. It's not normal for them to do that. Normally, it's just oh, you won. Well, we got to praise you. You lost. Sorry, no, no praise for you. So. And, th- and that's the. I think to your point too. They won that game, but that was an even toss-up, well-fought game. Nobody's walking away from that game being like, ah, Utah stinks or mm-hmm. ah, Florida. Well, some people are saying Florida's the best, but it's not like. The Oregon game where everybody's like, God, that that team, oof. You know, it, yeah. it was it was yeah, an they're... evenly fought matchup. Mm-hmm. And because uh, they Utah kind of went for it all, guy fell down in the end zone, they pick off a pass, game over. Um, it's it's just it's funny how things work. Margin of error, very slim in college football. Oh, it, it really is. But all the money coming in on the Gators, all the hype coming in on the Gators, mm-hmm. you'll hear them talk about on every college football show this weekend. Uh, and so, like, by proxy, Kentucky will be mentioned as well. I don't know what the narrative will be for UK. I'm sure they'll talk about the quarterback matchup. Yeah, that, like, that's going to be uh, Levis, Richardson, yeah, and how yeah. these, you know, they could be seeing each other on Sunday. Oh, I, I'm, I can't wait to get in the press box and to count how many NFL scouts there are. Yeah. There's scouts from all 32 NFL teams here to watch. Anthony Richardson versus Will Levis. Are you like, excited to go to the They're going to just put that in the drafts and have it saved because um, it's inevitable. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I am excited. Um, Going to meet my brother down there. My dad's riding with me, so nice. the whole uh, the whole Roush boys will be there, and that'll be uh, that'll be a first on the road. Yeah, that well, that's so, awesome. Uh, that's good to hear. Do you like it? Has, does the swamp generally treat you pretty well? Last time I went, they won. So <laughs> you, wow, you get to sit in the press box, and your brother and dad have to sit in the stands. Yeah, I have my, to sit in the stands. I bet Roush would much rather sit in the stands with his dad and brother. Yeah, the one perk that Florida has, they do have an outdoor press box. Oh, nice. So that oh, is okay. kind of a. Uh, you, you get a little bit more into the environment. I can scream a little more and kind of pace around if need be. Um, but, uh, no, my brother, he got a good ticket, and I think my dad, uh, he didn't find it. He was coming until later, and I think he's in the U.K. section, though. So. Oh, good. So, yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll have a great time. Um, but, yeah, I'm one and one in my trips down to Gainesville. The first one was an absolute bloodbath. Um, Jordan Jones was, like, calling out his teammates after the game. It was real embarrassing. Kentucky's last game with Uncle Vernon. They just got blown off the mat. Then the the next time. Was that 16? That was 16, yeah. Yeah, after the Southern Really, the miss, season turned the season, around after that. Yeah, Southern yeah. Miss loss. Um, but uh, 18, obviously the win. Uh, did not go in 20 because of COVID. And I, I was talking to Kenneth Horsey yesterday. This will be his first trip to Gainesville. Um, he's a Florida native from Seminole, which is um, not, not too far away. He... Uh, he had COVID the last trip, and then the trip before he was a red shirt and uh, didn't travel with the team. So he's excited for this game. There's there's a lot of Florida natives down there who are ready to get a crack at the Gators. So I'm uh, it'll be fine. I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to this uh, this this weekend. It could. Uh, I, I'm with you, TJ. Where I, I do kind of go back and forth, um, and some of it is just like, do I trust? I guess I saw the highlights of that guy last night there over the weekend. Anthony Richardson, pretty good. But Will Levis, also pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. And we – is 
I, I know that that it, that line does get a little cliched about it. it wasn't as bad as it was or blah 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 blah. But there was this, like I have to remind myself that like Will Levis has not been completely unleashed by Rich Gangarella. And there's also an aspect too. I didn't realize how much they put on Will Levis in this offense. They were asking, you know, like, how can you help the can you help the offensive line Will? And he's like, you know, I can't snap my fingers and make him play better. But he's like, but a lot of the calls at the line are on me to make sure they're the right ones. You know, like mm-hmm. they'll they'll call three plays and he picks the one when he gets the line of scrimmage based on what the defense is doing. That's stuff that we haven't had at the University of Kentucky in a while. A good long while. So uh I, I'm I'm excited. Um you know, of, of course, much of the talk with the offense yesterday was about the offensive line, and Kentucky knew going into this season that this might have to be an option, and Zach Inzer is just like, hey, we got to play our best five going into this game. And I know, you know, Horsey's done it before. He was injured a lot of the preseason, but his assignments are pretty much the same. He's just going to be wider, and he's going to be going against a lot tougher dudes. Now, let's go out there and do it. Yeah, and the thing, a part of it is is just – Play your best five. It doesn't have to even be pretty. Just do whatever it takes to find a way to claw claw to win. And then over the course of the next two weeks, we can figure more things yeah. out and, and get maybe more permanent, get settled in at more spots. Of course, if UK finds a way to win in the swamp, you may say, wait, okay, well, maybe we just want to roll with what we did here. Even if it wasn't perfect, we can kind of hone in on it. Uh, but it, it's a it's a it's a group that has question marks surrounding it for at least big time question marks surrounding it for the first time in a long time. And that that's another, this is a great opportunity for Levis. You had some people and it was controversial, I suppose. Some people say, Hey, he could be one of the first quarterbacks taken off the board. Hey, he could be a first round pick. And some people just that are Will Levis haters wouldn't, wouldn't accept it, but it's a good opportunity for him to, Lead Kentucky one ten win season, do something similar, win a lot of games, but this year be able to tell NFL teams, yeah, our offensive line replaced X amount of starters. Then we had this guy hurt, that guy hurt. We had to move him over here. And basically I was having to communicate to them coverages where the defense was coming in, um, blitz packages. Uh, I was basically running offensive coordinator for the UK Wildcats while also playing quarterback and leading UK to an eight or nine win season. It's a good opportunity for him. It's a great opportunity for him. If he wants all the accolades that some think that he deserves, and he certainly has shown it from time to time, just another another dish added to his plate, which again, people that want to make it big, they don't they don't say no to that sort of stuff. They chal- they welcome the challenges, and this is probably one of his biggest challenges he's ever had. Go into the swamp mm-hmm. with an offensive line that is shaky as all get out and uh Win. But, but this is the stage. Find a way to win. This is the stage yes, that it, he wants to play on. Uh, people forget that Will Levis's first ever game was at Ohio State. Like, I forget. I don't think it was Clifford. I think it might have been McSorley got hurt and he just got thrown in. It's like, all right, time to play. And I believe he did lead a scoring drive. I mean, they ultimately end up losing because it's Ohio State versus Penn State. But he's no stranger to this. And if you want to go be all that you can be, go win down there. This is the moment he was, he was, he's been training for, right? This is the, now it's time. Now it's time to put it all together. You've got him a bunch of good wide receivers. They went out and showed you in week one that, hey, we can do this on the big level. Granted, that's at home. It's a little bit, it's more comfortable there. But 
hey, go out there and just, just get it done. Take care of business. As would they you, say, would you all rather have played this game coming off a of Florida loss, or it doesn't matter? Well, we talked about this last week, but I, I, I wanted Florida to just be demoralized and have no confidence. In, in hindsight, I actually think it's maybe the best thing that could have mm-hmm. happened because I never thought just a win over Utah they could catapult that high up the rankings. Uh, and then, secondly, I also didn't think just uh, again when Utah was maybe maybe I should have pictured all this or maybe I should have assumed all this would happen but like just the the manner of which they won I wasn't really blown away by Florida's play I actually thought Utah was the better team but where I also wanted them demoralized and I wanted the stands maybe not totally packed where everybody was going to be incredibly hyped up about it well instead as Ra- as Roush has mentioned alluded to the rat poison now Florida's just hearing about how amazing they are it's going to be a great crowd, which will be an issue for Kentucky. But nobody's talking about Kentucky. Now Florida's the highly ranked team. So it's house money, win or lose. I was initially team lose to Utah. But the way it all played out, I think it was actually the best-case scenario for UK. So I'm glad they won in hindsight. I'm glad it worked out the way that it did. But good question, Scoots. It's, um, it's a big one for the Cats. You think they'll all, well, I don't know. The schedule's going to change here soon. Is it always going to be like a week two SEC game for UK? When's the last time it wasn't? Good question. Yeah, I don't maybe, know. Maybe the, I mean, the COVID year was. And that could change once. Th- th- this will all end up changing, though, in, what, 26, whatever it might be, whenever. They're, they're going to nine. It's probably inevitable. You're going to renegotiate TV rights with a new playoff deal with Texas and Oklahoma coming in. So it's going to be a – it will always be the second week of the season until it isn't, maybe mm-hmm. two or three more years. Okay. But shout-out to this game being played at night, though, um, because – Yeah, probably man, be a little toasty down there. That um, The first time I went down, it was 3.30, and that was just hell. Hell on earth. I can't wait. Just uh, Saturday night, winding down. Put it's the awesome. kid to sleep, put the cats on, and just, again, house money sort of game. You win, and this thing just gets crazy, which will be a lot of fun. You lose, and I don't think it really needs to change anything from the big picture season outlook. You you can still win those road games at Ole Miss, at Tennessee, and at Missouri, and you can win every single home game. The Georgia won after what they did to Oregon. Maybe makes that one look a little bit more difficult, yeah. but yeah. Uh, but then again. Turns out Stetson have been a, not bad. Now, if Kentucky were to lose 49 to nothing down in the swamp, maybe I'd say, all right, well... Maybe some of these road games look a little bit tougher. They're are they're already tough. Like winning at Missouri will be difficult. Winning at Ole Miss will be difficult. Winning at Tennessee is always difficult for Kentucky. Not two years ago, but no big deal. Uh, so another pick, shout out to BZ, by the way. There's really nothing to lose for another pick six. I got that one bookmarked now for me another to just play six. whenever. Another um, pick six. Another nice thing too about the night slate. We got a good early. Oh, so, do we? I yeah. haven't really even oh, looked ahead besides it's, it's, put my bet in for Central Florida versus Louisville. Oh, yeah. I need to get that in Did now, you see that little stat that up. was making the rounds? No, I did not. Where I think uh, road favorites are 1-14-1 against like the spread the next, ra- the next games or something like that. Um, again. They weren't a road favorite last week, though, were they? They were a favorite at Syracuse last week, yes. Oh, people forget that. Oh, it's so I can get UCF at a touchdown right now. I I do need to get it in while I can because that number's going up. Yeah, I need to get that. I think I want. I think I'm going to bet the over too. Right. Might as well get it in while we can. Uh, You've only scored seven points. 
That's true, but UCF, they do stink at defense. People forget that. Um, I will um, – oh, and I just placed a bet for a dollar. That's hilarious. But the, the early hey, slate, Hey, you can though. join Scoot's Fantasy Football League. <laughs> hey, by the way, we went up to $72 this year. Whoa! Come wow. on. Was it the radio station bowling that made the uh, switch? No, so we had two leagues. We just combined them down into one. So we just doubled the prize for each one. <laughs> Wait, the other league was also like 36? 37, yeah, whatever it was. Yeah. You were in two different leagues that were $37. Yeah. There, there, I mean, there were, there were only two leagues people? in the history of the world that were $37, and you were both of them. <laughs> and now it's gone extinct, so I hope you're happy. So one was a keeper league, one was not. So we just decided to get rid of the keeper league and do just one normal one. Now, so now it's so big it was, the same, was it the same people? Yeah. In mm-hmm. both leagues? Mm-hmm. Just one keeper, one non? Yeah. Man, that's dumb. <laughs> Gosh, that <laughs> is so that's, dumb. That's on my dad and his buddies. I have nothing to do with that. I what, just hopped did, in They league. didn't want to be in a keeper league or something? No, they, no. This they was one keeper uh, league, one non-keeper yeah, this league. Was, this I gotta was know. Who, you gotta ask. You gotta poke around and find out who who came up with that idea in the first place. Okay. So, or just like the story of when they were like, "Well, we could just do two leagues: one with a keeper and one with a non-keeper, and then we'll have, it'd be fun if you all had like the the two champions play in week eighteen, <laughs> just manually keep their scores yeah. and see who is the ultimate. <laughs> if you did something creative like that, then I actually I probably wouldn't make fun of you so much. I'm not making fun of you, Scoots. You live your life and do whatever the heck you want. But that's wild. What an update! Now yeah. a seventy-two dollar fantasy league. I'm wow. just Watch gl- out. I'm just glad the keeper league's gone because my dad had Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes every year, and would he kept them both I mean, every single a two year? Quarterback league. Is it a two quarterback? No. Oh no! He, he just, just wanted to be—he just wanted to be a jerk, so he kept them both every year. That's oh. a, that sounds like a really idiotic strategy. <laughs> I mean, it is a bad strategy. I mean, that's why he was. In I imagine his me roster had some holes in some other <laughs> yeah, areas that he certainly could have addressed with those two quarterbacks. But uh, that's that's good stuff. So keep. So did you all just? What if somebody had a really sweet keeper setup and you all were just like, uh, sorry, that was me. tough taters? That was me. I was I was the one that was not happy. About so what if you're just like, no? I I mean, I should have just said no. Yeah, should have said no. That's tough. Should've I mean, I had a sweet no. team. I'm in one keeper league, and I, I do ultimately like keepers, but I certainly don't blame anybody who doesn't like keepers. But I'm in one keeper league, and we do a reset every four years. Um, and ideally, if people ever want to bail out of the league, they wait till we do the reset. Although one goober from Pittsburgh dropped out this year, and it wasn't a reset, but we had no problem filling his spot. But I, I do, I also like the reset as well. But you got to know when, like, hey, either we're not doing keepers anymore or we're doing something different. Otherwise, people like you, Scoots, who have set up maybe a dynasty, just get left out in the cold. Mm-hmm. Um, I got one more thing about the Florida game, though. Schedule, but, though. Uh, but don't, noon, don't forget me. Big noon Saturday, Alabama, Texas. Um, then we, we also, at the same time, South Carolina at Arkansas should be a good game. South Carolina at Arkansas should be a great game. Yeah, that's that sh- at noon. That's at noon. That's yeah. awesome. So there's a lot. To, oh yeah, that's sweet. Yeah, that's a get the chores done in the morning, noon, lunchtime, time to fire and up. And we've the got old the TV. Johnny Majors Bowl at three thirty. Tennessee at Pitt. Which go Pittsburgh? Tennessee, big favorite. So. Oh man, there's gonna be a ton of Tennessee fans at that game too. Yeah, a bunch of idiots. Really, just ignorant folks. I would think Tennessee takes them to the. Takes them to town. Yeah, but their defense stinks. So there, there's a very uh, – like in fact, I'm trying to find, see what the over is because that, that feels like a big over. Big over. Uh, 71 is the biggest number of the week, though. That was uh, – <laughs> that that's in, in the Oklahoma game. Um, 
Gosh, Houston, no, Texas Tech at four is nothing really to uh, turn your nose at. 66 is the over-under for Tennessee Pitt. And I'm just going to go ahead and let's get some over. Let's cheer for some points. Hawaii travels to Michigan. Ooh, uh, <laughs> will you lay the 51 with Michigan, or is Hawaii going to cover? I think you'd have to lay the 51. We're fading Hawaii. Vanderbilt beat them by 53. Come on. Yeah, uh, I think. I mean, I think Michigan's going to find themselves even with like second and sure third strings being like, we just cannot not score. So here's like we're the, getting a first down every time. What are we, what are we supposed to do? Just take knees? Throw so in this is uh, JJ McCarthy start though. Remember they they started the last year guy in the first <laughs> forgot, game. I forgot they this were doing is that. the five star guy that they they kind of want to win the job. Is he going to put too much pressure on himself? Turn it over, or is he just better and they're going to win by seven? Yeah, what if he just goes out? That's just what makes it look so easy. Yeah, uh, and then Baylor BYU the nightcap, ten fifteen. Oh, that's actually really at, at BYU. That's a good, that's a good oh come yeah, down. number nine going to twenty one, and uh, BYU's the favorite. Those, those are always fun ones. Let me let me ask you one more thing about the Florida. Well, not ask you. Let's talk about it. Kentucky. Really bad job selling their allotment of tickets for that game. Really? Yeah. I think they didn't even sell them all, um, hmm. weirdly enough. I know it's because every UK fan and their mother is going to the Oxford Ole Miss game. Right. Secondly, they play at the Swamp every two years. UK has had solid crowds for that game. Mm-hmm. They've had horrible crowds for that game. I think it's just a a combination of... So many Kentucky fans say, well, UK hasn't been to the Grove in, in forever. And I know Kentucky will be down on the swamp in two years. Actually, we don't know that. But most likely Kentucky will play at Florida soon enough. Or a lot of people have already made that trip, Roush. So I'm not I'm not overly concerned about it. It, it. I mean, even if Kentucky had a great crowd at the swamp, that's a huge stadium and they would be the minority. Where I think the home I think the road crowd for Oxford is going I think I said that on Friday, is going to be close to like 50-50. It'd probably be, you know, 60-40, 65-35, Ole Miss over Kentucky. That is going to be a huge sea of blue in Mississippi. But yeah, they that not not many Cats fans. Your your dad will be in the UK section, but it may be lonely. Yeah, I um I will not be like guys. We got to get up for you know. I, I agree with that because a this is uh it's not an easy game to get to. You know, twelve hour drive. Mm-hmm. Um, if you if you fly and you fly into Jacksonville, renting a car, I don't think you can fly right into Gainesville unless you you know Just a guy. Some, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, so and like you said. A lot of the people who circle, like, we need to go here. A lot of people have been to Florida, like, you, mm-hmm. like, as you said. You go there every other year. So a lot of people are going to Ole Miss. So, um, and even if Kentucky did bring a big crowd, like, that's a 90,000-seat stadium. <laughs> you exactly. Can't, you can't really uh, – it's, it's not very noticeable one way or the other. But I, I do uh, think that fans that are going are going to have a good time, be really excited. It's a, it is a, a, a fun venue to watch a football game. So let's bring let's bring it, Big Blue Nation. Wouldn't Man. the Florida game be better in like November? Oh, it's cold here. Um, that's a fun. Um, it's, a, it's a UK talking point, Justin, mm. that you just brought up there. Yeah, UK fans find it awfully coincidental when UK has to go down to Florida. It's at the hottest time of the year and the <laughs> hottest place in the SEC, or one of the hotter places in the SEC. People, but when Florida gets yeah. to travel to Kentucky, it's when it's one of the hottest times in Lexington because it's usually an early game. It's been in October for Florida before, but not 
The last time it was in November, it's been a long time. Since yeah, Kentucky's they haven't played got, in November since the 80s. Since UK's been able to – so you would think if they're playing early in the season so often, which benefits Florida's heat advantage, blah, 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 you would think on the flip side they'd eventually play Florida in November to benefit Kentucky being a colder team. Never happens, Scoots. Never happens because Mitch Barnhart doesn't have well, a spine. He's too scared to it, talk to the SEC about it. It happened that one time during the COVID year when they were awesome. But, I mean, that was the COVID year. Was that game in November? Well, yeah. they started so, the season like three weeks late. Yeah, uh, but that was the second to last game. They did Bama, Florida, and then South Carolina at home. And I believe Chris Rodriguez missed both of them. Chris Rodriguez never been to the swamp either. Wow. So it would be really cool if they ended that streak this year. Uh, last November game before that was in 1991. Do you know what happened in 1992, Scoots? I do not. The SEC expanded. They added South Carolina and Arkansas. And C.M. Newton uh, – not a big football guy, was happy to move that game to September to appease Florida. Who could forget about C.M. Newton? People, football fans, not not Ridiculous. big fans of C.M. Newton. Man, I, I had completely forgotten that that Florida game was Thanksgiving weekend, and it must have been an unseasonally warm day in town because I remember I was watching like most of that Florida game outside. Hmm. Kentucky actually played him pretty well. Had the Keaton they did. Touchdown. They did. At like and half, then, yeah. Was it Tony had a punt return touchdown right before half? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was or he returned it to the You're just like a like couple that. plays away from Kentucky probably leading, let alone being in the game, but you looked up the score. Well, the game was like, November or October every year until 92. Need to need to change that. It's a real when shame. When the league expansion happens. Maybe that's why we keep Mitch Barnhart around for. The – Yeah, I can do it. Yeah, no, he won't do anything. All right, the text line, the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Incredibly quiet. Now, I will say this. If you texted in between 3 and 6 yesterday, we did not get it. We did not send it over. Uh, and also, maybe the text line's a little quiet because Scooch didn't upload the podcast to Apple and iTunes. So it has nothing to do with me. It could have po- potentially been because of that. So, uh, text line's a little light today. So we're going to give away some Shady Rays as a little energy boost to our favorite texters. Uh, I don't know what the criteria will be for the best text. Who who knows? It's nebulous. We may just do a random draw. If you make us laugh or you make a really good point, it's totally open for interpretation. So but it's like an abstract painting in this contest. You know, nobody really knows what they're looking at. Ooh, I do know who's not going to win them, though. Uh, who's that? Johnny. Wow. Suck it, Johnny. Wow. And also, um, Johnny, if you hey, if you're funny, if you make fun of Roush enough, we may give them to you. Who nope. is your other um, loser friend? Is it oh, Chuck? Oh, G- Gus. Gus, yeah, suck it, Gus. He's not, hey, it's not a loser. I knew you knew, immediately knew who I was talking about because <laughs> you all, well, <laughs> you all don't you all don't see eye to eye on horse racing, and that's kind of what prompted it. Uh, so we'll give away some shady rays. Five. He's living in he's living in North Dakota, South Dakota. Oh, South Dakota now. So huge I, don't, loser. I don't think he listens as much anymore. Uh, and he's also a Notre Dame football and UNC basketball fan. So we're not really the um, he, doesn't need, he doesn't need his UK fix from us. I think when he was in town, he'd listen because he's a good friend. But five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. We'll give away some shady rays. You text in. Something happens. We'll give them away. We love Thorntons. We love Shady Rays. Wear your Shady Rays into a Thorntons. Get you some fresh coffee. Get a little pep in your step on a Wednesday. Mm. Get some fresh fruit. So this banana, no good for you. Too many bruises. Way too many bruises. That's so embarrassing, right? I like a nice green banana. So like you, Not you, all the way green, You but have like three days green. to eat your bananas, and then they're just, what, you make banana bread, banana pudding? 
uh, smoothie or uh, well, my voice Ooh, is cracked. That's there. embarrassing. Yeah, um, that's got to be saved. Or uh, throw it in the uh, <laughs> peanut butter banana sandwich. Big peanut butter banana <laughs> sandwich. Fan. Smoothie. Voice. It's still not uh, not all the way back. Maybe you're going through second puberty. Maybe. Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. Well, yeah, you've been doing too much yelling at the kids during practice. When oh. are you going to start coaching some little league football? No kidding. Uh, when my kid's playing football. But you want to get a head start so he, you can he'll slide into the system. I think I'm good. <laughs> You're going to set the system around Duke. I like it. I like it. Oh, right. yeah, yeah. Okay. Playing coach's kid. We'll be at every position. We'll be back. <laughs> this is Kentucky Roll Call. We're going to talk some jerseys here on the Big X. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen. Jersey little talk. Wednesday. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. How do you expect to run with the wolves come night when you spend all day sporting with the puppies? Welcome back, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. Okay. See, we're not cracking. You're back, baby. I'm TJ back. Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen. We're all back, and Kentucky men's soccer is so back. Getting out to a commanding 3-1 lead against the Louisville Cardinals. Kentucky wins 3-2, number 5 UK. I also didn't realize they were ranked number 5. Oh, yeah. I know they've, been, they've had a nice – boy, they, they have had some ups and downs as a program – pretty interesting just as time goes on Roush just like seeing the ebbs and flows of either how quickly or how long it may take for a program to bounce back or to kind of take a few steps back soccer they they rose to where they're at right now relatively quickly if you're a fan of soccer in the area especially in Lexington you got to check them out I watched I wouldn't say it probably didn't equal out to be half of the game because it was coming at different parts. Um, but it, it was probably around 40 minutes of the game last night or 30 minutes of the game last night. And they're good. And college soccer, similar to other college sports, they're not as good as the professionals as you would imagine. So, it, But it actually, actually can make for a little bit more entertaining watches. Justin, they get up and down. Possession changes so fast in college soccer mm-hmm. where it's like in FIFA where you put on the counterattack all the way to the extreme. Can yeah. you still do that on the FIFA game? I haven't played FIFA in forever. The the good old college FIFAs back when we were young yeah. where you could just like – you had the settings. It was that like you just hit like the button and your guys would play that way. You didn't have to go into like the settings or oh, management. Oh, you, it was like you could do counterattack. Yeah, you could do yeah, counter you would do that like or like conservative games. or something yeah. like that. And Yeah, so Start they get up, really up X, and down. them up. And maybe this is the year Kentucky goes to what's the soccer four called? College Cup. The College Cup, they which did. they I thought they did last year in the Elite Eight. In the Elite Eight, the College Cup. No, no it's the Final Four. I think it's the Final Four. Yeah. And they and I think that was maybe a couple years ago, and they lost Taiyu and to in the Elite Eight. That's I right. Yes. To go to the College Cup, which that's was right. not a good time for anybody involved. So it was a great time for th- me. They get a win. I think that's three straight wins over U of L. Hey, Justin, suck it. Suck it to the Cards. Suck it to Mike Rutherford, and especially to Trevor Kelsey. Oh, big old suck it. They were in such a bad place. Are, are we at the Joel? Listen, yes. are we at the point where we feel bad? 
No, no. I am at the just point. Just a little I, bit. I have felt bad for my wife, my dad, the U of L fans, and my my friends and family, close friends and family. But for them, no. Not for them. <laughs> not for Trevor. And I will say Trevor's done a bad job of just kind of accepting that, like, oh, boy. But then it's all, he, all Trevor needs is just time. He's an eternal optimist. He'll eventually get back to, like, kind of, po- you know, pounding his chest and actually thinking something's good. Part of the issue is U of L fans, you all listen to nothing but butt slappers 24 7. Mike does a good job of keeping it in check, but even he thought 3 and 0 to start the season was a possibility. I don't think he predicted it, though, for what it was worth. Mike's as good as it gets, and that's why we're thrilled to have him at Big X. But you have you have your coaches. You got to be able to have media when coaches tell you something. Be able to say, "All right, we're not so sure we believe that. We hope that they're right about this, but here's why we have our concerns." I think you all do a great job of that, Roush. Do you all lean UK? Absolutely. Yeah. Every so often, will one of you all maybe get too excited about one area, but then the other ones will Terry bring Wilson, people back down to earth. You know, like best quarterback in the SEC. Yeah. Luckett is a good. He's just a good football brain. He calls football like he sees it. Roush does the same. Freddie knows the game as well. I think Drew sometimes thinks. I don't think he thinks this, but I think sometimes he worries that he may be painted so much as like a UK butt slapper that he'll go the opposite and he'll be the first ones to call out UK for this, that, or the other. Louisville doesn't really have that. Oh, I think Rashawn no dip- Myers does a good job of it. He'll sometimes do a or he'll do a Saturday show here on Big X Sports Radio. He'll have Jerry Eves just but like you tune out Jerry Eves because he gets a little out there. Bob Valvano is always going to be pro coach. Yep. And then that's you just Louisville media sadly has a long trend of just anybody that's in charge, they're gonna get it done. We're gonna get back. They're doing the right thing. And then everything comes out about Jurich. Everything with Patino. And they were just kind of reluctant to take their heads out of the sand, and unfortunately it still happens. The thing that I the people I do feel bad for though are like my friends, uh, my Louisville fan friends, we would do the kind of preseason trash talk, and then we would do the, okay, now let's actually talk football now, and a lot of them knew, like Satterfield, like this is just, you can't you can't win with this team. They're just not good. And I think uh, like one of my friends kept bringing up their ACC record. And they're sub-500 in the ACC since they joined. Their record against top 25 teams, I don't know if they've beaten a top 25 team under Satterfield, maybe once. They They've have. got a game at Wake Forest his yeah. first year, um, but there's not it, it's it's a it's a really rough record. So they at least could see this coming. And now, I mean, one of my buddies I was talking to him last night. He just he wants them to lose because he doesn't want to give anybody an excuse to keep Satterfield around, which is really what you should be cheering for because that guy's a loser. He's a bum. Like no, right, I, like, like I he, want him around. Like I, I, I want like, him hey, around too. Don't don't you if you want this recruiting class, you better keep Scott and his tots around, and and don't let him fire Brian Brown either. Keep that around as well. But like here's here's where you know that this guy is a loser and a bum. <laughs> when whenever Alabama quote unquote tampered and they they lost their best players to the transfer portal. Instead of going to get other guys in the transfer portal, Satterfield went, tampering, and just cried about it. Like somebody took his toy. 
Go yeah. get another one. Well, you, what, that's going to do absolutely nothing to help your team whining about it. This guy it. showed us true colors. No offense. He showed us true colors the second UK kicked his teeth in the first year and he whined about yeah, L's down. Like, if he was going to whine about L's down, what do you think he was going to do about somebody potentially mm-hmm. tampering with his, his program? I think he seems like a fine fella. It seems like he's probably in over his head a little bit or maybe thought things would come a little bit easier. But... UK fans, I not to have a favor, not to have an infamous John Ramsey quote. John Ramsey once said, "I want Stoops right where he is. Hope he doesn't go anywhere." And I, don't, I think Kentucky's <laughs> maybe lost to U of L one time since then, outscoring them by bajillion ever since then. So I hope this doesn't age as poorly as that does. But I want him to stay at U of L. Let that beautiful recruiting class come on in U of L. You can rally this year, find a way to go a beautiful six and six again. You can get killed in your bowl game. And he get doesn't. He's not there at six and six though. I I don't know. They're they're having a real internal debate about what you're going to do with this recruiting class, and that comes back to again, kind of the head in the sand comments when they were putting together this great class. You and I weren't trying to poo poo all over it. We weren't like. A little bit, just by like, I think it eventually got to a, paying for everything. Yeah, I yeah. think we were trying to call it like it was, but I think right. we eventually got to a point where it was just like, okay, I mean, they're just rolling in it. Like, good yeah, for the, them. The Reuben Owens one was really like, but okay. Every time, even when once we kind of were like, this is impressive for you, Avell. But once, even even then, we would say, if you don't have a good season, people aren't going to stay committed to a coach that's maybe going to get fired, to in a stadium that's completely empty. What's that Florida State crowd going to look like if they get beaten by Central Florida by 25 Ooh, points? man. Friday a lot of, night, 7 a lot of o'clock. Seminoles. Oh, yeah, and they love coming up for this trip. So it wouldn't be pretty. We were saying if Louisville has a bad season, you're going to see a string of decommitments. You are just jelly. You guys are jealous. Satterfield has to get bit, to eight but, wins to stay, in my opinion. He, anything less than that, he's gone. Well, that's impossible. It's just not exactly. Oh, I'm, I'm with you. What's going to be really funny is John Rice Plumley is the quarterback for Central Florida. He was playing receiver last year. It's going to be really funny if Jeez. if he's the one that oh, that ends up taking them to Poundtown. Hey, by the <laughs> way, uh, you brought up Trevor, and since we're talking about Louisville, he uh, offered to knock $100 off what I owe him when Louisville beats <laughs> Eastern Michigan in basketball wins because of Friday. How about that? That's how like disheartened because, he is. Well, no, I, no, he's doing it as like a concession for him goofing on Friday. He's given Scoots a hundred dollars uh, if he loses. You'll I, still get so I just laughed and I you'll said, still get five hundred dollars, yeah. but he's saying you would only have to pay yeah. him four hundred. Well, yeah. then take it. I I laughed. I was like, Trevor, I am not taking a hundred off yours. I would add, if he's offering, <laughs> take it. I should have added a hundred onto his instead of taking it yeah, off mine. Yeah, right. That's a, <laughs> Well, and that was the thing, too, is when I get – Yeah, that's what you should I, do. I, I've just been enjoying all of the Louisville football Facebook comments. Just pop them in once a week. You know, it's good feel-good content. Kind of like uh, an old episode of The Office. You know, you just you just need to get your belly scratched with some wholesome stuff every once in a while. And that's what I'm getting from the Louisville Facebook comments. And love the people who are saying just wait till basketball season because it's like, guys, it's not getting any better. You don't have any guards. Like – it's going to be so bad. That's why for, like, again, people I care about, I do feel bad. It's just you you have nothing long-term to realistically look forward to. And maybe that's why people are so anxious to listen to the butt slappers because they just want to pretend that it's not going to be what it mm, is. But yeah. once you can actually address the problem, find the root of the issue, you can fix it. All that being said, though, hand up. I was just as wrong as any Louisville butt slapper in terms of Kenny Payne being able to come in here and, and make waves. He has, like – 
put his toe in the pool, and that's the ripple effect so far of the Kenny Payne era at Louisville. I thought it was going to be a cannonball. It's been a toe in the pool, and I I did not see that one coming. But, yeah, that's that's the thing that sucks is, like, basketball debatably will be worse than football. <laughs> Baseball's right around the corner. Baseball's great. <laughs> Volleyball's good, although they lost well, this past weekend. You forgot that. Women's basketball is, is great. Yeah, they can't win the big one, but yeah. at least you can have fun until then. I mean, it's better than what we're what we're dealing with. If you'd like a Louisville women's Gosh. volleyball update, I've got it for you. <laughs> I still can't believe that Nick Mangione is UK's baseball coach. It's just something that my brain will not accept. All right. Yeah, I know they lost. Um, what happened? Yeah, lost Ohio State. Blew it. Um, was, it the did wife, be... was the wife mad? Well, it wasn't too mad. Um, but uh, she, was, she was amused that they beat the snot out of Western. Because oh, we, we also have a friend that played at Western, so mm-hmm. which made when we played our four-person quads team, it's like, we were pretty good. Yeah, that'd be a pretty, <laughs> be a pretty tough squad uh, um, to find a way has, to beat. Has UK played Wisconsin yet, or is that this weekend? I don't know, but I, I think Kentucky that's this weekend. is yeah. a little young. I think they're going to take some lumps this year. Yeah, it could be. it's going to be rough. But some that's lumps while they're trying to do their bumps. That, uh, ESPNU Friday night, you can switch back and forth in between uh, – in between the Louisville beatdown and the Kentucky beatdown of Wisconsin volleyball. If I lived in Lexington, ah, I, living in Lexington would be would be great in so many aspects. Like especially when the kids get older, being like, "Hey, do you want to just drive ten minutes and go to a UK women's soccer game or mm-hmm. a men's soccer uh, yeah. game or a women's volleyball game?" Not a baseball and I just game. Don't but want. Yeah. Well, serve beer at a baseball game and my go make yeah. some you know get get better, get good. Uh, hey, oh, wait. they did get a good transfer class. We've got to look at the positives. <laughs> Can here. I tell you a funny story Falcon, real quickly about yes. the, the UK baseball team? So uh, uh, a friend, they they don't go to UK baseball games often, but they actually got uh, inside one of the suites for the Tennessee series last year. They got to go to Whoa. one of the games. So, like, if you're going to get a suite for a series, that was the one to be there for. Big game, right? Yeah. The crowd still wasn't great but hey they got to drink beers there it was they a lively hang crowd out. it wasn't packed but the people that were there were passionate i watched some of them they were the only people in the suite which is a sweet area it's not like you have six people in a box like it's a whole area think they, of it more of the, like the suite's a sweet area like it but <laughs> who would have thought i was having an issue with that with talking <laughs> telling those guys about the pacers tickets on friday i was like they're sweet tickets <laughs> they're like oh man awesome i was like no like <laughs> It's Not S W E E T. They're like they're in a suite. That's stupid English l- but, language. But this is uh, like a loge, you know, like a yes. lounge area where they've got like a bar and maybe tables with food. And uh, they were the only two in the the upstairs. Like the, it wasn't a very populated area. They were the only two ones drinking. They ran out of Bud Light at the game with two people. How you got you you have you don't have like a couple cases. You, don't even, you just that's have wild. one. That's wild. I mean, that's how. That's now, what how if, like few the twist people... of the story is like these two people are alcoholics and they both like crushed a thirty pack. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I bet they probably just had like, hey, make sure we just have a, a, a few of everything: cokes, sprites, beers, and they quite literally just had a few beers. Yeah, and that's terrible. And because not surprising, and also because nobody ever goes and drinks because nobody goes to baseball games because look at the baseball program. And how I don't I, really I don't know why more people aren't talking about one Mitch just allowing rich people to like have we just accepted it as a society and I'm the only one that doesn't think it's it's cool, um, and he gives the worst responses for the reasons why too and he's never pressed on it partially because he just never freaking talks 
So it's like when he does talk, there's so many other bigger fish to talk to to bring up with him. But uh, it's very like all too powerful, Mitch Barnhart, which is never where you'd want to be. I want to bring this up before we end our number one. But the injury to Ramon Jefferson, torn ACL, oh. out for the season, two carries at UK. Second like, again, carry, just, just between like that. Vito Tiz, like Kentucky has just the worst injury luck of any. I, I don't care. I know I'm going to say this. I'm, I'm arguing with myself in my own brain right now. But every team deals with injuries. Every team deals with problems. Nobody's more snake bitten than UK athletics right now. All right? And I'm sick of it. I hope that he can get an extra year, Roush, but even if he does, you know, ACL injuries, especially for running backs, you when you have to be shifty and cutting back and forth, you never know. Uh, they get better and better every year, which is a good thing, but I wish him nothing but the best, a speedy recovery. I hope friends and family are, you know, people can get really down, Roush, when they have a serious injury, especially when they are as unfortunate as he was in this situation. Second run in his U.K. career. Uh, I hope he can come back from it. Was he a true wishing, freshman? Wishing him the best. No, no he's no, no. a super senior. He's, he's the 24 years old already. It, yeah, gotcha. this was this was kind of it for him. And now, uh, the, the one thing is, is if it's he horrible. if he wants a medical waiver, he'll get it. And long term, if he can come back healthy, it actually might benefit not only him but also Kentucky because you know Chris ain't coming back regardless next year. Uh, the room he would have more of the room to himself, if you will. Um, and it's also going to change how they recruit if he does decide to come back because Kentucky's already got two running back commits Caden Mormon uh, from Franklin County and Khalifa Keith from uh, Birmingham. Is one of the is it Birmingham, Tuscaloosa, one of the two. Actually, it might be Montgomery. I digress. They're also looking at another guy, though. Like they, they were th- thinking about taking three running backs in a class because. There's just going to be a lot of turnover this year. Smoke, Chris gone. Um, you could lose some guys to the portal. Like there's, there's going to be a lot of turnover. Ramon Jefferson is back. You, you might see them change. Maybe only take two running backs. Um, just wait a couple months. You might get Ruben Owens. Well, you'd have to give get a new a, deal with Adidas. Give me but. a final guess on the city that Khalifa Keith is from. It's Birmingham. It's uh, his high school is Gary. Gary High School. It's it a one word high is school. Birmingham. UK, three commits from Alabama. One from Montgomery. Maybe that's... Ramsey is the name bit. of his high school. Man, so look at me. And then Kobe Keenum from Florence, Alabama, y'all. Okay, hour one done. Hour two coming up next. You guys have stepped up on the text line, which we appreciate. The Thornton's text line, and they would appreciate your business. Shout out to Kelly Leonardo and Alex Cupper. Hour two of KRC coming up next. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back for Hour 2 of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. 
Get your text into the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. And we're giving away a pair of Shady Rays today to a texter on the Thornton's text line. Shady Rays, go to ShadyRays.com and learn about all their great deals and sunglasses, polarized shades. Can't get enough of them at all. And I think the weather the next few days is going to be really, really nice. Looking by their shop, by activity, driving, running, hiking, golf, mm. fishing, biking, and and just something for active. So if you consider yourself active. If you do all those things. Go ahead. They have collections as well. I'm not as familiar with that, but a few of them do stand out. They've got Navigators, X-Series, something called Nitro, which seems kind of cool. And then they have uh, women's, kids, prescriptions, blue lights, snow goggles. Do not forget when you're checking out to use promo code BIGX, you will save 25% off. 25% off at ShadyRays.com. All right, fun first hour. What do you want to talk about this hour, Rob? Well, we never mentioned the jerseys. What's on your mind? There jerseys, Jer- cool. Jersey talk. Yeah, we should have had like Jersey Shore. Did the Jersey Shore have a theme song? It was just like, I don't know. I was never a big Jersey Shore. Trying to think, I watched all of them. You did? Oh man, man. Yeah, I'm a big Jersey Shore guy. Yeah, you all garbage to me. Yeah, but I can't think of what it is. I even watched the uh, Jay Wow and Snooky show. Oh god, how was that? Um, Lame. About as lame as you would think. What would be like the day to day drama on that show? Getting drunk and yelling at each other. People doing stupid stuff. Yep. Pretty much. And then Jersey Shore, that's all that people are just living in the house in the Jersey Shore and mm-hmm. doing... How old were they at the time? Like when uh, it started? Early 20s. Okay. Mid, mid-20s, maybe. Now they got a new one. It's called Buckhead Shore. It's down in Atlanta. They're just on a lake all summer. Oh, uh, I was about to say. I it's don't think about, there's a shore. It's, <laughs> it's equally as trashy. Is it? Yeah. And you watch it. No, nah, I've seen it, okay. but I don't religiously watch yeah, it. Yeah, I was thinking about Jersey Shore. It, it was like people would pregame to it, Roush, on Thursday <laughs> nights. And so, like, I did. I saw some episodes. I don't know if I can ever remember a specific scenario that happened. Everybody knows about the one. Of, well, I forget the names of the people. Like the cocktail waitress or something. Cocktail waitress. Jay, Jay Wow. Oh, okay. And her yeah. boyfriend. Yeah. Roger. No, I don't know. <laughs> no, I guess I didn't know. I just remember. I guess I didn't know. No, it was Ronnie. It wasn't Roger. No, Ronnie and Sam dated. Oh, okay. See, that's and just... they they always fought. Yeah, yeah. He would get mad and like punch walls and yeah. stuff. <laughs> real, real fun, real entertaining television. What would those like people just do in their regular life? Get paid to go to clubs. Um, I know, but like when cameras aren't on, like would their other like friends just be like, "Man, these guys." <laughs> huh, I don't know. The one person that I uh, was the least. Um, Loathable was Vinny. Oh, Vinny's great. Just because he would like sit back and like like kind of just make fun of him. Well, all. and he's he's like the one that's most like us, you know. Just like yeah. they're they're all kind of d bags, but yeah. Vinny was like the least d bag. I remember all. that also being the case. He, he seemed like the one that probably shouldn't have been on the show. True. <laughs> the jerseys, the home UK jerseys. Still haven't seen the away jerseys. Yeah, I'm really playing this out. My my first impression. <laughs> Slow drip. <laughs> My first impression was I I like them. I, I've I, as I have mentioned, I've got a really low bar for jerseys. If they're blue and they're white, or they're white and they're blue, I'll even throw in some black and silver or platinum. I'm fine with that. Just don't go to like another solid color, I or like orange or something like that. 
I'm, I'm going to like them more times than not. I obviously have different preferences, and I've got a pecking order. So my first reaction to this was, they look good. They're simple. Yep. I like them. Yep. Keep it clean. Only, yeah, only criticism, and it's just as I mean, it's just as if your opinion had a minor criticism, or your opinion had a minor criticism. It doesn't make. I don't dislike the jerseys. I'm not going to cry and whine about them. Not going to make it a whole big thing. They needed to either go just stripe on both sides or logo on both sides. But if you're unfamiliar. I think it's the left side has a stripe. A double stripe, yeah. Double stripe. I think a triple stripe, really, going oh, down yeah, the yeah. – I remember on Madden when you'd create helmets and it'd be like double stripe, triple stripe, and I was like, ah, these are confusing. There's just too many stripes. But anyway, so it's got the stripes going down one side, and then the other side, no stripes. On the jersey, it's just bare. There's nothing there. And then on the shorts, about halfway down, it has a UK logo. Again, you've probably already seen the pictures. You don't need me to describe them, but that's the radio person in me. So I wish they would have just gone stripes on both sides. That would have been my first preference. And those would have looked pretty similar to like to that what the jerseys we kind of grew up with 2002, 2003. A little different. This is uh, similar. apparently a callback to fashion in the early 90s. Okay. Yeah. Like in, in and I would have been all right the, with the just year, the logo on both sides and no stripes at all. I would have been all right with that. My first reference would have been the stripes. The stripe looks good. That's a sharp stripe. Yeah, but the, the single stripe was a early 90s fad, and they're, they're going back to it. It's no checkerboard, I'll tell you that. I love the picture you tweeted out, TJ, that somebody sent you, and it was just a checkerboard jersey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I'm a so big dumb. checkerboard guy. I uh, like the checkerboard. The checkerboard's jerseys. got a bad rap, but that being said, UK shouldn't have the same. These I, jerseys shouldn't see, be the jerseys until twenty thirty. No, they should be the jerseys for like two years, and then you change them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's how this how this thing works. And I'm okay keeping like if I also like I'm not I'm not superstitious. I'm a little stitious. It's getting to be cliche. People say that so much, but like if Kentucky wins the national championship with this, all right, let's we'll keep, keep it them an extra year. Keep them around a little bit longer. Yeah. But if things start to go stale, then maybe you switch them up. And I'm all right, even like with a minor switch. You know, maybe they do decide Ooh, at some point stripes. to do the stripes or triple stripes, quadruple stripes. Can't so many stripes it actually turns into a checkerboard pattern again. <laughs> or then people start thinking it's Indiana, and then you, oh, you can't yeah. you can't get confused with a stupid candy cane. No. Pants. Uh, some Great people had issues with the bird wildcat logo on the belt. Get over it. You never see it. I like that. Yeah. I did like the checkerboard there and the filling in the box, but maybe once they filled in the box, they should have moved on from it. It would have been cool. Like they, they teased us like two weeks ago. Like, what player do you think of when you think of this logo? And it was the 90s wildcat with the UK under. Like, they, oh, they teased okay. us with it. I thought they were going to bring it back. Well, I think they maybe just were asking. But all in all, good job, UK. Yes. Hopefully nobody just makes this a big issue. Here's my one big issue. I'm going to make a big stink <laughs> about it. Let me buy them with Oscar Sheboy's name and number on it, and he gets money from them. Just license it to the student-athletes. Um, I haven't done my research. I sent it out, and I've, had, I've crowdsourced my research. Apparently, Fanatics owns the license. It's not JMI. JMI owns the media rights, not the individual li- uh, license for apparel. But I don't know if that's a, within the state nil law, like that that you can that you can use the logos of the schools in your marketing stuff. Hmm. So that I don't know. But it would be really cool if you could just sell jerseys with their names on and stuff, and I could buy it because I would much rather buy an Oscar Sheboy jersey than a caricature T-shirt of him. 
I know I've brought it up before, but man, that Kentucky logo sucks. The what? Wildcat, it's terrible. Oh, I don't mind it. Terrible. I don't mind it. I mean, I just look at that and I think of Kansas State every time. Well, here's the thing, Justin, but that it's, annoys it's diff- me it's with a different it color. is that they they decided to make this logo and then they only use it like really small on like a pair of shorts. Mm-hmm. But they don't. If you're gonna have this logo, put it everywhere or not at all. Well, and the other thing is like all the cat heads in the past are iconic. I don't. I don't look at this one and think yeah, this is right. iconic for but Kentucky. You, you got to also understand Scooch is like every, but we we said that in like 99, people were so ready to get rid of that other Wildcat. People weren't like, this is so classic. Things don't really become classic until time passes. And while this logo, like, I don't think this, this one's ever going to be, become classic. This though. logo is going to be, <laughs> I've got a little pin in it. It's got all the old logos. This is going to be one of them. And I bet at some point in history, we'll look back and be like, oh, that was kind of a fun one. I wonder what, what, you know, the story but, is with that. But the other ones they used prominently. This one, it's just been on shorts. Totally agree with you on that one. Yeah. Like, like they haven't put it on a helmet. It's almost like an, they haven't a, put it on anything. It should be on a helmet. I'd love that. It would be cool on a helmet. And I, I, I would, um, it would be the, the totally spot to you, use though. it. It's almost like they're saying, like, okay, we're not crazy about it. We, we did pay a lot of money for it, and we have it, so we're going to use it here and there, but it's never going to be, like, a big old thing. Uh, put that bad boy at the center court of, of Rupp for a season. I, I don't care. I'd be, all, I'd be all for it. I think it's fine. It's a logo, and it's a, like a, it's a ferocious wildcat. The, all right. Now, would you, would you rather have that, or would you ever have the Power K? Power K. Power K. Well, Mitch Barnhart picked this over the Power K. In fact, that makes sense. Like to to this was a student design. Nike had a whole campaign designed around the Power K, and he went with the student instead of what Nike proposed. Power K. I mean, gosh, if there's one way to make me not like the logo, like really flip on the logo, I think he just found a way <laughs> yeah. to do it. Yeah. He did that. I don't mind the Wildcat logo. Yes, of course I'd take the Power K over that. Yeah, the one that, that I mean, that was you, even what Nike picked. Where are you here? Who is this? Sources? Oh, I've got sources. That's outlandish. It's crazy, isn't it? But that's Mitch Barnhart. It's it's decision making is just. I was actually even going to say before you said that, like while that logo, I'm fine with it right there. Imagine if there was just a cool power K right there. That'd be <laughs> yeah. kind of like, yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, I just I, I don't I no idea. Maybe you, because the power K, Kentucky was bad the last time they used it. We'll change the stigma around it. People love the power K. The power K could even work behind that, maybe. Mm-hmm. It's almost kind of like how people use the states mm-hmm. behind logos. Yeah. yeah, it could. Oh, man. All right, let's get to the Thornton's text line. Breaking news in Kentucky. Kelly Craft running for governor. Woohoo! Ooh, they're going to change the capital to the Craft Center. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that just came to me, too. <sighs> Somebody else is really workshopping a, a much better version of that joke, though. Man, this state's going to lose its freaking mind when John Calipari endorses a Republican candidate <laughs> for governor. People are going to be in such a, such a pretzel route, so they're not going to know what to do with themselves. I will say, uh, though, it is um, Stoops. Crafts have become real good pals with uh, the Stoopses and Vince Marrow. The Crafts have? Yeah. Like Joe and Vince are pals. Good. Good friend to have on all accounts, I would imagine. Here's what here here's how Kelly should have made her announcement is like done a commercial and it's like Stoops and Calipari like meeting each other in a hallway, like a memorial or something <laughs> like that. And they're like, I figured I'd run into you. And then like Stoops is like, Why I oughta? And then, and then Kelly comes in, plays Peacemaker, oh, oh, and they both just it's, like it's they're Mal- like it's the Malibu's most wanted commercial. 
You know what I'm talking about, Marie's? We got to come together, California. Yeah, it's just that. like that. Yes. <laughs> oh, oh hey, how about, how about the Calipari police thing yesterday? Uh, a, a woman was charged with trespassing and credit card theft on Calipari's property yesterday. Yeah, but they said they, it wasn't related they to weren't Calipari. Cal's credit cards. I think they just caught her and she had stolen credit cards on her. But was the trespassing assumption. just being on his property? In being uh, drunk and outlandish. Uh, I will say, though, there wasn't... Um, was she trying to get into their, his house? I don't know. Uh, that I it's don't know. It's kind of scary. And it's honestly something that like when he moved there and it was like, oh, hey, everybody's going to know where Calipari lives. I was like, man, I hope there's not incidents there or like crazy people trying to do crazy things but for the most part i don't think they've had any issues or at least many issues or any issues that have gone public except for this one but that is not cool i'm pretty sure too that the calipari's found out via the internet because they're in new jersey right now Mm -hmm. so that's just a it's a funny way to figure out like you think (laughs) they have like security there 24 7 Especially on Richmond Road. If you're getting paid $9 million a year, don't you think you'd have they, like, They've at least hey, got an alarm garage, system. Here's yeah. your security nook. Like, you're watching 24-7. If I had $9 million, I think I would. But I guess they don't have any kids at the house anymore. It's just them two. They've got a gate. They probably have a Simply Safe or something. they got to. Yeah, they have to. I mean, if I can I'm glad People were making jokes. I was like, hey, can, can we wait to see, like, everything's cool first? It was. So, joke away, baby. <laughs> ESPN has Indiana as a three seed in their latest September bracketology. Ask Scoots if they're going to put that on a popcorn box at home games. <laughs> he said, "Ask Scoots." I'm, I'm, that's me asking. Oh, okay. Um, no, no, they're not. But that is awesome. Come on, <laughs> top twelve team. I'll take it. Uh, yeah, that'd be a big deal. And also, decent chance, Louisville Regional, Indiana, Kentucky, that would be that would be electric. Sweet. Yeah. If there was one place I could guarantee I would be, yeah, it would be at that game. We would all be there. But you'd be wearing blue, right? Hell no. Scoots, you're coming around. I might wear, I might, <laughs> might wear my Kentucky roll call hat. Yeah. Maybe. That's the spirit. So now it's 12.01 a.m. and still no podcast on Apple. Someone sucks at their job. Yeah, SoundCloud sucks at their job distributing our podcast. But it is on Spotify, so I don't I don't know what's going on with Apple. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, just just click on the go to the Facebook page and click on that link. Our link. Well, but we still need to make sure that like we're on Apple today, hopefully. Hopefully. I is don't it one really... of those things where like you maybe left before it uploaded all the way. No. No, I, it I'll wait. Been, it wouldn't it'd be on SoundCloud. Like that th- this is weird though, Scoots. I'm with you. I have n- you. I have no idea how to how to fix this or troubleshoot it. Yeah, I'm just gonna have to keep an eye on it today. But it is on Spotify. It is on SoundCloud. I didn't check anywhere else other than iTunes. Well, if it doesn't work today, it's probably like a reach out to iTunes and figure out what the heck's going on mm-hmm. situation. Because can't one day whatever we I think we were able to get it out to enough people that hey listen to us on here for this one day. But a lot of people have their routines, and we need to oblige as much as we can. True. Two questions that sort of tie together. Why does no one in UK media put public pressure on JMI for roadblocking nil? Also, who's going to be the next Jerry Tipton and ask the tough questions? Seems like there's been a lot of malarkey within UK <laughs> since he's announced retirement. Well, I think there is uh, an the aspect side of, of, th- side of things of uh, of JMI where they're like they can't 
get your credential taken away, but there is a weird power dynamic there, right? Where, and also, I'm, I mean, I'm just waiting for the dogs to be called in. I'll happily go to war with JMI. Whoa. Yeah, I don't like them. Don't like them at all. So, we're ready to go to war. I'll, I'll Jon Snow, I'll pull out my sword, go to battle. By the way, I finally watched House of the Dragon yesterday. Good show. Really uh, enjoy it. Wow, I thought it. you were done. You've got some nerve, buddy. <laughs> I'm, I'm done Dragon, podcasting Dra- about it. Dra- we, we can talk about it on the radio show if you want. But. No, no. I think I'm busy that day. <laughs> <laughs> it is a great show, though. It's off to an amazing start. <laughs> it really is. Like, they're, doing a, they're doing a good job. And even with like time jumps, they're doing a good job, which is really hard to do. Is it weird that I think that they're doing a, like the dragon CGI is much better than any of their other CGI? Maybe because dragons people, are... People have talked about that. Yeah. Like, that pig was horrible. Yeah, that, it was very or, bad. That was bad. Like, the you the be stag, I could kind of... But even that wasn't very good. The, the the yeah I agree with you yeah. I agree with you all of it it's like but the dragon yeah, they very clearly are like no budget for the dragons <laughs> every other critter or thing budget I, I thought mean, the same thing yeah, yeah no like we gotta make a tight budget for that stuff we're not we're not we can't go over a certain amount but for the dragons no price too big too quiet oh, we got that one morning fellas a quick thoughts a few quick thoughts the scramble was a blast you all put on a great time out there. Thank you. Thank you for being out there, Mook. The game was solid. Would have liked to see the O-line hand X stunts better. They didn't pass those off correctly and often got too engaged with the guy lining up in front of them to realize the stunt is happening. C-Rod situation is frustrating, but it is what it is, I suppose. Finally, the basketball jerseys are near perfect. Well done. That's from Mook. Thanks for texting in, Mook. Good seeing you this past week. Oh, Always man, Mook, I ran into all of your people, too. I ran into the Dixie Highway tailgate, the Holy Cross one this oh, weekend at, uh, at, at the, in the you, Red Lot. They let you pass without any issues? Yeah, and I was also giving them hell because they've started a Holy Cross versus DeSales like, golf outing, and the DeSales reps they have are just awful. I, I've got to get in it next year because we're, oh, we're getting embarrassed. You'll, you'll, you'll make the, the I'll, golf I'll, play better? I, that, that's how bad it is right now, TJ. <laughs> that's how bad it is. So Holy Cross is just beating up on the DeSales D-plus team. It, was, it is funny, though, because one of the guys, he's been telling me for a while that Dank, his like hot take is that Danky doesn't have hands. He's Clifford Franklin. He's like, just wait, you watch. He's gonna drop a pass, and you're you're gonna be thinking of Clifford Franklin. And then he caught all four targets last week in the first game, including a touchdown. Is that intern Jacob? Have you seen that guy and intern Jacob in the same room, same time, same place? Intern Jacob was a Danky hater too. Oh, is he? That's, no, I mean not to like. He no, isn't a severe. A little bit. Uh, a little hater. A little severe wheeler. <laughs> Very much an inside joke. <laughs> yeah, I, we, well, we'll just tell it. Anytime there was a putt <laughs> on Friday, be like, is, is there a break there? I'd be like, I don't think it's all that severe Wheeler. <laughs> and and we the, just would laugh and we'd laugh. And, and the, the and best laugh, part was that it was not funny. Jacob tried doing it too and <laughs> didn't see Yeah, we were on like hole like 17 or I guess for us uh, like hole 12. But he, he, we were he, about finishing up and he tried one more time. I mean, he kept, he kept trying, and it was he wouldn't say Wheeler, or he wouldn't like he just wouldn't use it correctly. He just started laughing too before he'd finish it. Yeah, and and Justin gave him a chuckle, and he's like, "Well, you thought it was funny," and he's like, "That was a sympathy." Laugh. <laughs> that was it low really key. Was. That was low key my favorite part of the scramble when we were going through all the cliche phrases. Yeah, like got one out there. Can I think I can go for it? Yeah, but if it got, on there, it got to a point where like I was accidentally being like, "No, no, no, it's not severe," and then just afterwards be like. Wheeler. 
really, really, really dumb stuff. Uh, I think Utah is overrated, says one taxer. They haven't exactly killed it in recruiting in the last five years. We have proved we are equal or better than Florida recently. I like the Cats 19-13. to P.S. Lost my sunglasses at the lake last weekend. LOL. Oh, well, sounds like you need some Shady Rays. Shady Rays, the replacement pair, that would not be an issue. Not one bit. I like your Kentucky prediction. I hope you're right. I hope the defense is up to that sort of performance. That would be great. And uh, I'm just assuming most Pac-12 schools probably are overrated. So you're probably right about Utah across the board. A texter says, I don't know what I got a text to win Shady Rays. So... Well, we may end up just doing a random number draw at the end of the show, so you you could be Ooh. you could be in it to win it, baby. Good morning, guys. Oh, good morning. Oh, it's, uh, I was well, I, you know I read this text during hour one, and I was like, oh, this is a really nice text, but then I forgot we were giving away shady rays, so people are just trying to to sh- you know yeah to lift <laughs> us, up. us up. Nick Roush and T.J. Walker are the superior radio hosts in Kentuckyana area, and no one even comes close. And then they did some hashtags of Eat It, UofL Sheriff, Eat It, Matt Jones, hashtag who is Tom Leach. Whoa. Hey. Don't go disrespecting yeah. Tom, Tom Leach. Tom one's crossing the line. We're hu- we love we love Tom Leach. Uh, a lot of good radio options for, for Kentucky, but we're just happy to be the number one U.K. radio show in Indiana. We can also... If you, if you can meet your heroes, if your hero's Tom Leach. Like, there really isn't many humans nicer than, than him true. out there. Just, the, just the best. 502-414-1450 is the Thornton's text line. Free Shady Rays. I hate them Gators. Cats by 90, baby. Woo-hoo. That's a good one. That's a good one. Also, have a big interview this morning. Send me the good vibes, y'all. Come on. Ooh. Come on. Oh, you have a big interview. Oh, good luck. Come on. Oh, see, it's just no... We believe in you. That's it's, pretty good, Ralph. It was a, it was a I've had like very few interviews and zero interview. Uh, well, maybe one interview. I just have. I'm very unfamiliar with like the big the job interview, interview process. Yeah. Like my my friend is currently, he had to do five different interviews for one position, and like they keep kept changing and different. And I just I can't fathom that because the only time I've ever been interviewed, it was. Like in a conference room at the Hyatt by Matt Jones and Drew Franklin. Like, how serious do you think that interview was? Probably not all that Exactly. Serious. They hired every person that showed up that day. So, like, yeah, I, I, I don't, not, not very, uh, not. Yeah, I'd say Scoots is probably the most interviewed prepped guy here. No. You had, well, you, t- you were telling me about an interview at your job the other day, last week when I was out hanging mm. out with you. Did you have yeah. a job interview for the Walmart position? Uh, no, it was for a <laughs> promo. Multiple positions he applied. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Got that right. <laughs> uh, all right, yeah, oh, but you, you, I thought you did, but I'm, I'm mistaken. I did. I'm mistaked. No, I had an interview. Yeah. Well, anyways, you've had more important interviews than me. So, congrats. Um, Let's reset. Go to a break. <laughs> We'll get back. We'll finish the text line. Uh, It is game week. Cats take on Florida. SEC opener at the Swamp on Saturday. We'll come back. We'll maybe talk a little bit more about that. Some other news and notes. Any other quick hitters that we have forgotten about. But most importantly, finish that Thornton's text line. This is KRC on Big X Sports Radio. We'll be right back. Time when the weather is high. You can stretch right up and touch the sky. When the weather's fine. You got women. You got women on your mind. Have a drink, have a drive, go out and see what you can find. 
Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. I never got a jug. I wasn't going to go waste my time. Standing. God, what a nerd. What a nerd. I had cool things to do, like go smoke drugs and drink alcohol. If you don't like my fire, then don't come around. Because I'm going to burn one down. I'm Full disclosure, that was a joke. I, I did not have to. No, lots of drugs, lots of alcohol. I was a pretty good kid in high school. Uh, things really went south pretty much after that for the most part, <laughs> but pretty good kid in high school. So welcome back. One final segment, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. Okay. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. You can listen on TuneIn, replay of the show, 9 to 11, and you can get Kentucky Roll Call wherever you get your podcasts, except maybe sometimes Apple slash <laughs> iTunes. But really, if you can't find it at one spot, at least do a quick little Google Look at Spotify or SoundCloud, see if you can find it in one of those places. A lot of times you don't even have to download it or anything. It'll be nice and easy. And then you can, um, but again, people have their routines. And and you can always reach out to us. And uh, and I appreciate the ones that do. You all generally are the ones that let us know, hey, something's not right here. Uh, But in this instance, somebody let me know. And then we started just saying, hey, it's not going to probably be on iTunes today, so listen on these other platforms. So, maybe maybe we should start an email list, and I'll just email it out to everybody. <laughs> Too much? You have uh, I, I, Justin Kaon in your box? <laughs> I, I think that'd be more work for you than you may think. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah I don't really want to do so that. So that, uh, let's... Let's just hope the Apple and the iTunes gets back, and then mm-hmm. we can worry about the email chains at a later date. 10-4. Um, i got to give a shout-out to my cousin, Coley Smith. 19 kills last night. Beating down Mercy. Taught her everything I know. That's great. Congrats. It is kind of cool. Like, we were uh, – there. it's one of the pool houses we go to, and we were hanging out at one point in the summer, and the night before was when they could just – coaches could just start calling juniors. So it was kind of fun, like, hearing their side of it. I'm used to teenage boys talking, you know, football, right? And they're over there, like, listening to all their schools that have been reaching out to them and stuff. Just kind of fun to hear it from the other side and also remember, like, oh, yeah, they're children. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm over here. <laughs> it, it gets a little lost in the sauce when it's, like, football players who are 280 pounds, like, just grown-ass men in mm-hmm. high school. Uh, but, no, they're, they're still kids. It is fun, though. I'll, I'll agree with you, Roush. It's fun watching all your cousins. I have 23 younger cousins, so it's fun seeing them get, like, college offers for their various sports they're 23? playing. And, uh, he said yeah. 23. I'm, uh, I'm the oldest of 24 on my dad's side. Okay. First cousin. Uh, you you, can you made it. All? Can you name them all? Of course. You've made it sound like, though, that you're from a very small family. My mom's side's pretty small. My dad's side, no, my dad has seven brothers and sisters. But you only Teens. have, like, you're one of two? Correct. correct? Yep. Okay. So that's what it is, but you have a ton of cousins. Correct. Got you. Yeah, it is. It is fun, yeah. especially like just, just kind of keeping up from afar. And she was kind of a late, like she didn't get into volleyball until late. And now she's just out there smashing balls and does the thing too, where you like stop, like the volleyball celebrations, best in all of sport. Somebody needs to bring back the like dance knee move, where you like alternate your hands on your knees. Really need ap- that. Do it after back. a spike. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We or, need to bring it back. That's the only one I use. Or the stank, or the stanky leg after a good hit in volleyball. That'd be pretty disrespectful to your opponent. Would be if they knew it. Oh, I think the, the Bernie would be the most disrespectful because oh, then you're just be mocking good, them, saying they're dead. That'd be a good one as well. Yeah, I'm all for it. <laughs> that that of all of the dance songs that were in hip hop, 
by far the funniest. Uh, the good old Soldier Boy was a good time. I was you could get the whole team doing that one. Uh, you, Superman. You know what? You should go to Salsaritas. That's a good one. Because it's the best. It really it's is. It's simply the it best. It really is. Whether you're just going to grab a quick bite for lunch, it is very fast and convenient, or you're, you're going to have a party, you're going to do it up big. I've already decided that I'm getting queso for the first uh, NFL game of the season tomorrow night. I'm going to use the Salsaritas app before mm-hmm. I go. Whoa, Give that's me a already bunch tomorrow. Of bucks back. Oh, yeah. Last well, day without football for four days. By that's the way, amazing. you get Rams yeah. money line plus 110. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Really? Which is like crazy to me. What? Yeah. I don't they're, know. They're two-point dogs. I don't know if I love that. At home? Home dogs? They are at home, the Super Bowl champs, hosting the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo's great, but like everybody just needs to kind of chill their uh, uh, chill on the Bills. I'm, chill the Bills. <laughs> I'm going to add to something that I uh, found interesting. They have the hardest schedule in the NFL, and last year they had one of the easiest, so might dabble in the under on mm. their win total. Mm. Gosh, you can't. We'll even... do NFL predictions tomorrow, by the way. Not that anybody cares, but that's when we'll do them. Uh, Salsaritas is delicious. By the way, speaking of their catering, Roush, we had it after the our family scramble on oh, Sunday, gosh. and what a it was such a huge treat. hit. It, everybody just couldn't get enough of it, and it was delicious. Really, really good. And the best part is when you get their catering, you never run out of chips because no. they just. No. I mean, you get mountains of chips. Uh, here's the question: Did uh, did mom pick up some blue Powerade too? No, no blue Powerade. It's like no a, a special treat for when you they go. They had Salsaritas come bring it to them, too. So uh, it wasn't like, you know, if my mom was at the store, I'm sure she would at least give me a cup. But she knows. That's she that, knows. that's that's just a mother's but Salsaritas, touch. they're so convenient. They brought it right to the front door, into the house, set it up, and we had food for, I don't know, seemed like 30 mm-hmm. to 40 people, mm-hmm. and everybody ate mm-hmm. happy, had plenty of leftovers, and it was delicious. Um, quickly, did you see the picture that, uh, I don't know if you follow Coach Nate McPeak from Frederick Douglass or we not? actually didn't have any leftovers. That was a lie. Yeah. Um, yeah sorry of course about that. not. Um, but do you, do you follow Coach Nate McPeak, the Frederick Douglass coach on Twitter? Mm, no, of course not. Well, he found a, um, he tweeted out a, a picture following Dane's first touchdown. You know, the receivers, they do the celebration with mm-hmm. the linemen, pick him up, and it's Jagger Burton picking them up, and it's a mirror image of picture of them from their time at Douglas together. Really cool. That really cool. cool. Dane said yesterday, he was like, yeah, didn't really realize it was Jagger who lifted me up until I saw the picture. <laughs> but he's like, it was still something special, though, because, I mean, they've been talking about playing college football for uh, six years, and now they're doing it together, making plays on the biggest stage. So, yeah, that is neat. Pretty awesome moment. Hopefully just the beginning of, of those. Did you also see Barry and Brown, fastest kid in college football? I did. I retweeted that. Yeah. 22 miles an hour. That's Holy fast. moly. Yeah. And the 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 part that I liked uh, is when they asked Will Levis about it, he was like, yeah, he was 22 miles an hour. Was that the fastest? I like that Will knew that, you know, off the top of his head. Mm-hmm. He knows his guys. knows his team. Man, need him to uh, – Got I got a hunch they're gonna. he's going to run the ball quite a bit on Saturday. Oh. Just a hunch. Yeah, I mean, I, we I know it. Well, and I asked Florida, Rich, Florida's I, gonna be ready for it too. I asked Rich. I was like, so um, does Will have to do more? You, you're thin in the running back room. Does that mean he's got to do more? And he's like, well, not to give away scheme stuff, but you know, he's a big guy. Like he immediately went to running more. Did not ask him about running more. Mm. Just said do more. He'll be running more. Oh yeah, lower that shoulder, buddy. A texture. Well, 
but don't get hurt. The left shoulder, then not the right one. Really get bad. Yeah. Every cat fan I know got off market tickets, so I still think we get a good showing. What's the reason? UK put a lot of us in the bleed nosebleeds when we bought through them. I've got twelve row up, forty yard line tickets for a little bit more than the nosebleeds I paid through UK. But I got a lot. I got a lot past thirty group members tailgating, ready to go back. Oh That's man! Nate. All right, Nate, you're holding it down in Gainesville hey, this weekend. Nate, good D- for you. Slide into Roush KSR's DMs. We'll we'll come party this weekend. Hey, there you go, Nate. That'd be a good time. Uh, that you, I still haven't. That's one of the few places in the SEC that I haven't even like just walked around their campus, Florida. So. It um, the palm trees, like it it, it is scenic. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the reason why they call it a swamp, they had to actually drain a swamp and build like a lake mm-hmm. there to to hold all the water. Big lake. So. Yeah, it's a very large lake, and it's kind of cool, but not like cool. It's humid as hell. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that humidity, real, real rough this time of year. I like Freddie Magger, but on Twitter he acted like he had shamed the entire Wade family by accidentally spelling Keaton's name with an O instead of an E. Toned down the drama, Freddie. It's not that big of a deal. I don't know. No, it's a big of a deal for him. I don't know what the GIF is. Oh, it's, it's a, a laughing face laughing emoji. emoji. But he he uh, he does take that. Misspelling names, he is very. All you gotta do is correct it and let's move on. Freddie also, he's at a high. It's high tension for Freddie this time of year. Stakes are high, but he's excited. He's going to be in uh, Louisville Friday uh, when Shawnee hosts Jackson County for the KSR Bowl. Oh yeah, that's exciting. Yeah, which by the way, and I, I I talk about our my work more than I should. Our video guy, he's actually the video guy that interviewed me and you, TJ. Remember that. The inner the video. Stephen Peake. He came in and interviewed us in the studio oh, about March Madness. He's yeah. working for KSR I know, now. I know, I know Steve from the Louisville City days. So yeah, I've known him. He's so good at his job. He's it's crazy. great, and he's I mean, an awesome he's, dude too. Like he's just like flying drones at. That's awesome. <laughs> at high school games, it's great. But good. That's the next time you see him, tell him I said hello, and make videos for us. Mm, maybe. I got Shady Rays. What am I missing? What I what I am missing is my Louder Than Life tickets I was promised the first of the month. Scooch? Yep, I'm going to check on that today. I've actually had two people text in about that. So I'll, I'll get an update on that, hopefully get those over to you. I had some people at the scramble asking about Sorry, the home field picks of the week, too, as well. At, yeah, you'll just have to take that up with home field. The tickets, yeah. though, we'll, 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 we'll get for you. Absolutely. We'll get for you, buddy. Don't, don't you worry. A texter says, one of the – or some Kirby. This is from Kirby. One of the best things that came out of the pandemic, us finding fa- fabuloso, the Spanish pine soul. Fabuloso. Only thing I could clean the house. And now we're addicted to the smell of <laughs> Mexican lemon drop in the house for a dollar less. Oh, the good times. Don't get triggered around. Let's have a good week. No, that is, like, honestly, that's very relatable. Like, that's right up Roush's alley. <laughs> yeah, just finding something for a dollar cheaper. Now we realize, actually, we like the, the cheap stuff better. Great text in the show, Kirby. <laughs> Uh, what do we got next? Fabuloso. Uh, with regards to scheduling, have we ever had a schedule that goes so deep in the season before a significant home game? We don't play a valid home opponent until October 8th against South Carolina. We could be 2-2 two and two at that time, and the sales are an extremely hype season. Could already be depleted for the first home game. Sorry, 3-2. and two. Where's, the set? Where's the loss? Oh, I guess if you go to Ole Miss before yeah. that. They're saying you could lose to Florida and Ole Miss, be 3-2, and two, and the winds are out of your sails. No, that, that happened quite a bit back in – the Rich Brooks days. 
Yeah, and um, I'd also tell you that like you could be three and two. Kentucky very easily could be three and or two. Five and but oh. you beat South Carolina, you take care of business at home, you beat Mississippi State, you take care of business at home, then you're at four and two and is thing are things so bad? Should the wins be out of the sale? I totally respectfully, of course, disagree with you in the regards of that South Carolina game would be that much more important. The season would be hanging in the balance if you're three and two. At that point, UK fans would need to show up and and I know it doesn't always work that way, Texter, and I understand your sentiment. I'm just kind of playing a little bit of a devil's advocate, but I do ultimately I think disagree with you. But that could be a huge game if Kentucky's three and two, because if you lose that one, then it is probably like you just go to a bowl game at that point. Don't take too huge of a step back. Yeah, um, so there'll be some pressure on that one, but uh, Kentucky, as Roush said, could easily just be five and zero, and it could be the biggest home game of this. Eh, well, I don't know. It'd be a huge home game. So uh, yesterday, I was looking at bowl projections because that's what I do for my job. Uh, found out Music City Bowl also same time as Kentucky Louisville basketball mm. on ABC. Yeah, cats so. haven't been to the Music City Bowl in a good bit. Twenty seventeen. Um, one, if things do go south. A Las Vegas Bowl projection, like, would love it. Man. Best consolation prize possible. It'd be hard for me not to go, <laughs> to, go to the, the yeah. Strip in December. Yeah. It'd be tough to – It's usually CBS – like, that has – there have been times where Kentucky plays in the CBS Sports Classic and the bowl game is that night. And the stars aren't aligning for that this year, right? This sports no. Where's that at? I think Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. Or, no, New York. New York. New York this year. Indy for Champions Classic. Yeah, New, New York, York for, for CBS Sports Classic. But, You're I right. mean, that would be that would have been just a freaking hootenanny. Yeah, there would probably be 50,000 UK fans there if that <laughs> yeah. happens. I mean, realistically. I saw where Calgill withdrew his lawsuit against Trinity. If only Fred had called Phil Rich, he could have made it rain. He's from Portland, you know. Mm, he is from Portland. I don't, think yeah. any, I don't know if anybody could have. Phil Rich seems amazing. I love his advertisements, but I don't, don't know if anybody could have made it rain for Fred Calgill. Yeah, yeah. He, Once uh, that video came out. He did not anticipate uh, the public backlash the way he did. Well, that's a mis- misjudgment on his part. Especially and it happens. the fact that it, like, it was going to eventually come out that he wasn't asking for like, his medical bills to be paid, that that stuff was already covered. Ooh. No sympathy. Ooh. No sympathy. Are they going to release D. Beckwith this weekend with the running back being thin? Seems like he could really help us, especially with how physical the game's going to be. Yeah. Yeah. He's big. So, no, Texter. Now, he did. It was funny, though, because I wrote a post about, like, hey, don't and, like don't expect B- D. Beckwith to do anything. And then Lavelle Wright said he was taking carries yesterday. I think that's just a backup plan, though. And let's be real. Kentucky's running backs aren't going to run it a lot against Florida. Oh. You've got Will Levis. Use him. Right? Yeah. He's going he's gonna to throw it. He, he's going to go. He's got to go win you this football game. He really does. I mean, that's him and the defense. Louisville is a classic example of why so many coaches play everything so close to the best. A lot of coaches have to walk back expectations exactly for this reason. They don't want to lose the fan base this early in the season. Well, also, expectations, no expectations. Nothing was going to justify such a beat down to Syracuse. Yeah, and that's the – when I listen to all my national college football shows, they're all just like befuddled at how embarrassing that loss was. Like they can justify, you know, maybe going up to Syracuse and losing a close one, final possession, sloppy game, first mm-hmm. game of the year. Like that, that stuff happens. Getting your ass kicked. Oh yeah. I mean, they got their ass kicked. It wasn't even 
It wasn't even close. I mean, I guess it kind of was at half, and then Malik Cunningham just kept throwing interceptions. But, I mean, that is as embarrassing of a loss as you can have. Yeah, it was a 10-point game at the half, and it never got any closer. So Through interception in the end zone, and then it just – Here's, yeah. a, here's a stat for you all. If you take out 2018, Syracuse has won 13 conference games since 2014. Mm. 13. It's not good. Not good. It's not a lot. It's not a lot of conference games. Yikes. A texter says, John here, good morning to all. Okay, the jerseys are better, but at the end of the day, I just want number nine. So for Pete's sakes, get the job done. Okay, Coach Cal? Tell me, do you guys agree? I believe we are – that football program that is turning the corner to where we are trying to hang with the teams at the top of the college football, then we need to beat the brakes off those dirty, goofy, booty gators, and their fans can suck it. I believe we will get the job done. So we are UK, you gator punks, and we are here to stay. So shut your dirty mouth. We'll got to go talk to John, you. John, we got to work on your trash talk. Yeah, John. That's a lot, buddy. <laughs> uh, I will say, though, John, I really – like you, you know, some people just aren't built for trash talk. You're a nice guy. You're good at uplifting people. Maybe instead of putting down the Gators, we just lift up the Wildcats, mm-hmm. give them some motivation. I really I enjoyed your uh, golf review. Glad that you won some money from Scoots's uh, Scratchers. Yeah, it was awesome. But you, you had the right mentality going into golf. I was, I was so happy I got him a win. All that was awesome. Those were the best. Where is the podcast after a big win? Come on, Scoots. It's up on SoundCloud. That was good. Come on, and Spotify. Also, they have a show, Floor Bama Show. Oh, it got canceled, though. Scoots, did you did. cry tears? I never saw that one. I never did either. Did they get canceled, not. or did the show get No, the show canceled. got canceled. <laughs> Gotta ask. Jack Pilgrim said they're rolling out an alternate last night on Sources Says. That's great, but, like, wear an alternate more than once this season. Uh, you know John Calipari, I mean, I, though. I, I'll take anything I can get, but, like, wear it once and then wear it once in the SEC tournament. Ooh. <gasps> yeah, wear it against Alabama and knock them out again, because that's what you do every year. Or Georgia. Love, Cal yeah. loves sending those teams back in. Which, hey, we got to remember, Mike White is coaching to the Georgia basketball team this year. I won't forget. It's going to definitely will forget. take some adjustment. Can you name – oh, South Carolina's coach name. What's no, his name? No. No. <laughs> it's not Porter Moser. It's uh, – No. J – J no. – no, not J.T. Poston. Um, <laughs> Lamont Paris? It's Lamont, right? Lamont Porter. Porter Lamont. I think uh, Lamont Paris. Ah, that was close. Lamont Paris. Damn it. <laughs> In 2022, you still upload a podcast on SoundCloud. It's totally on you. <laughs> That's fair. Mm. I mean, also, it's an easy way to host. I missed one text. Yeah. Good morning, guys. As always, a great show so far. TJ, Big Brother has gone the way of the rest of the country to PC. Obviously, they are real Americans, and that's a reflection of our society, but they are no longer a part of my viewing after 22 seasons. Being a viewer, I understood the cookout last year. However, whether we support and agree with the reasons for it as I do, it is racism. I do not support that this is any form in my life. Therefore, I've stopped watching midseason. What are your thoughts and when you have time? Thanks, guys. Yeah, um, I I wasn't a huge fan of last season. I just – I like to – Judge people on things they can't control, and we can't control our race. We can't control, in a lot of instances, our appearances. We can't control our gender. So I try to treat everybody as just a human, and so I don't like when people form off and say, hey, this is our group, and we're going to be voting based on things people can't control. So I hate that. So that's two straight seasons they're doing it. I've said next year if they do anything similar to that, I'll probably be out, but 
Um, it's just a show. It shouldn't. If it gets you worked up, you got to hit the exit button. But the season was really, really good until then. And I also think they've taken steps to make it better moving forward, or at least people are saying the right things and asking the right questions. So, uh, but yeah, that is annoying. It ruined. It ruined a pretty good season. Because the reason why you watch is the game, not the. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, and that that's like the same want, with Survivor. You want, where like, you want him to play the Survivor game yes. and not like the come on in. solve racism mm-hmm. problem, like because you're just you're not. It's a TV show. I get it. You got a spotlight on you, but you're not you're not yeah. solving thousands of years of inequality in a reality show. Yeah. And, you know, again, you you play for stuff. People can line up. I think things can kind of happen naturally. But when it's just a strict, like, you're either in or out of the club based on things you can't control, I don't think yeah. that's I don't think that's the coolest thing and, in the world. And I, it is good to have discussions that are difficult and hard to hear that mm-hmm. people like us don't normally hear because we're the white men who don't deal with that at all in our lives. So it's good to hear it. But at the same time, don't make this show all about it. Sure. I, I enjoy good reality programming now. Which, by the way, I got to catch up on the challenge. Again. Yeah, you do. I'm behind. I'm behind on that. And I like that Only Murder show. And I'm behind on that as well. That'll be like. The a, wife loves that Only Murder show. It's, it's, she, wants, it's, she wants me to get into it. She said Paul Rudd's going to be in season two, and I better catch up before he gets there. Oh. Mm-hmm. You, you'll enjoy it, though. I, I knew she would, though, because she's a big Murders podcast person. So she there's is. a lot of jokes at, at their Murders podcast expense. Yeah, I will. It's a lot of funny stuff. I will, but with sports season shows, it's tougher, yeah, yeah, much really. Tougher. I mean, we're, we we had two nights this week without football. Very makes me very happy. Oh, Bills Rams tomorrow. Louisville getting their ass kicked by Central Florida Friday night. I just if, if man, poor the bounce U, house poor, baby. Poor U of L fans. Who's Central Florida's quarterback? The runner, John Rice Plumley. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. who's Ole Miss's receiver last year? Satterfield is saying it's going to be the fastest quarterback they've ever played, ever. Oh, and they don't have a quarterback to simulate that speed in practice? That's what I was kind of like. like you idiots. Shouldn't your defense be prepared idiots, for like, somebody that's like, running? Like, Satterfield, you just suck as a coach. God, go back to the G5, buddy. <laughs> Best Kentucky radio show in southern Indiana deserves more than excuses. I've thought that for years. <laughs> Does it? <laughs> Cats play in such a massive game on Saturday, and of course I'm in a wedding. What? The groom is a diehard U of L fan, so he's not too worried about it. But it's but is well aware of the UK fans that will be attending. I will never understand why people schedule weddings during big games because now everyone will be on their phones, either watching low key or constantly checking the scores. Thoughts? Yeah, you do a wedding in the fall, and again, I get it. Sometimes you just have to. It works out. Prices, venue, if you're destined. I don't know. For I get it. Sometimes it's just the only time that you can do it. But when you do it, you just have to know people are going to be enjoying some other entertainment besides strictly the wedding reception. And you may think they're incredibly selfish, or you may think that's really, really dumb. But at the end of the day, there are things more important than just you. People don't like to hear that on their big day. I understand it. I do think there's a decorum to it, like of not just being totally rude and hand up. I've probably been on the wrong side of that in the past and regret it to some degree. But people are going to be checking scores. They're going to be checking the game. If you do it in the fall, it's well, just that is going to happen. And if you're, and that's the worst part is being in it because you could just not go if it's you know like if it's somebody if who's, it means that much to you, right, right. But, but my um, yeah. Man, I got I, I was I was informed that I, I've got I've got back to back weddings next fall in October. 
back to back weekends. I'll be weekends. missing the Mississippi State game unless I mean, it's like a noon game, which I, mean, I doubt that happens. We're, we're keen on weekends, and we've got we're scheduling. That's what the summer's for. You got all summer to have a wedding. Yeah, and there's no chance that Mississippi State game would be a noon game since it's night. But yeah, I've got a I've got a wedding. It'll be a fun wedding. It'll be great. But like I'm sure the groom is well aware that there will be people checking their phones here and there. It's just it's gonna happen. But, but you gotta you gotta love. But it. you can do both. You can have a great time at the wedding. You can check the scores Man, and see if things are gonna I, be going on. It happens. I attended a wedding in January, which is a, kind of an odd time to have a wedding, but. The NFL playoffs were on, and they had that on at like the bar there, and it was exhilarating. It was Ravens, Ooh. Titans, I want to say, uh, pre-pandemic. It was like the last wedding I went to before the pandemic. A lot of fun because you could kind of you could do the dance floor and then just like take a break by going to watch football. Yeah, that was that was fun. Yeah, and um, anyways, I, I would like to be able to just DVR games and be like, nobody tell me anything. I'll just I'll enjoy the wedding and I'll watch it when I get this home. Is, it's impossible. It's, it is totally impossible. Gotta stay off social media. You can you can get away with that no. with certain shows, but Scoots, like you're wrong about that because it's not just you staying on social media. It's somebody coming up. Did you see the touchdown? Okay. Did you see yeah. it, that? How Especially are we down that much? Yeah. Especially at a wedding. Well, if, if you're not on small talk, celebrity that I am. If you're right. not on your Sports phone, talker. if you're not on your phone or checking your scores, yeah, they would never know you're a Kentucky fan. Yeah, but you. I mean, He's the do, do you, do you go to weddings where you don't know anybody ever? Sometimes people will talk to you about general interest of like, "Hey, yeah, no, I you know like that, sports. I like sports. Have if, you seen the game? If they're at the if they're at the wedding too, then they're not going to have seen the game. But they're they're going to be. Checking. You're asking that's, everybody else to do what you're doing, and that's just not, not how society not really. <laughs> or the world works. That's yep. fair. That's fair. It would be fun to just be like, "Hey, everybody, if you mention the game." You're out of here. Yeah, just make an announcement. You're you out of here because people are going home and they're going to watch it spoil free. <laughs> but then the tension in the room, of, you know, who's it could turn into a good movie. Murders in the building. A texter says, with this many people in the GOP governor primary, it's going to be insane and means that the wacko Maddox could end up winning with like 30% or less of the vote. No, that won't happen. What? No. She's running for governor? I didn't know that. I didn't either. But but uh, here's the thing: between Quarles, Cameron, and Kraft, I bet one of those two will drop out, and then the other two will split the vote. But it it won't go to some. It won't be like a Bevin situation again, um, which was a total disaster. Oh yeah, huge disaster. I'm just curious turnout because the this now Bashir has done more that will make it more of a, a race in the general. But like people don't have their internal clock set to voting in primaries in May. So it, yeah, people, that, that, people just forget to register. Right. Right. So it'll be like election week and people will be like, Oh, ooh, ooh, forgot about that. And they'll be in trouble. But yeah, turnout will be interesting as well. That's going to be, that's going to be interesting. That race, the Republican primary, you guys are lucky. Interviewing sucks, especially while you still have your current job. Actually, I take that back. I'm just an idiot for choosing the corporate life. Hashtag suck it to me. Now, I under, I, there are certain aspects to my life that I'm like, man, I could not be. And like My wife will tell me some stories, and she loves her office, and she loves the people that she works with. But, like, yes, for example, this was actually a good story. Like, yesterday, they got the, you know, candy corn was making different flavors? Nope. Did you all see that or hear mm-hmm. about that? Nope. I'd heard about it like back in like the spring, but completely forgotten about it. So when she brought it up, I was like, oh my gosh, I did hear about that. They had like a candy corn tasting contest. And while that was fun, I also just sometimes <laughs> wouldn't want to have to interact with people. It just kind of depends on what mood you are. I guess different strokes for different folks. Although she did bring back the candy corn flavors for me to try, which was very nice of her. 
The flavors were fruit punch, vanilla ice cream. Oh, I forgot one. Hot dog hamburger. What? <laughs> and I forget the fifth one. Oh, that's really hilarious. bugging me. But anyways, all three of them were really, really good, but the hot dog and hamburger were horrible. <laughs> I couldn't imagine. As you would imagine, yeah. A savory candy corn. It was really, really bad. Uh, but the other one, the fruit punch was on the money. The ice cream one was on the money, and I can't believe I can't think of the third one. But uh, yeah, I, I'm happy to not have to, or at least knock on wood, because, you know, things change in life, but... Big-time interviews, I don't know. I wouldn't love them. And also, big-time office jobs also would not love them. That's why I don't do them. The DJ we hired for our wedding reception got hammered and played Soldier Boy Tell Him no less than eight times. I guess it's our song now. That is actually a really funny story. And I'm happy to tell you that you've got some Shady Race coming your way, buddy. Oh, man. Although it is, I, um, it is a Lexington number. I'm not sure how I'm going to ship these back. One, one thing I will uh, say don't ever tell a DJ. I'm not trying to tell you how to do your job, but, and then proceed to tell them how to do their job. They don't take that too kindly. Who did I say to do their, how to, oh, DJ. Oh, I, did I thought that. you said a TJ. And I was like, oh, I don't mind, you know, I'm, I'm open to learn. <laughs> oh, DJs, oh, yeah. They they are notorious. They, they're, yeah. Because they're like, I'll, we'll take requests, and then I'll be like, hey, don't, don't play the what you've been playing. You know, like they're you can tell a good DJ from a bad DJ. But a DJ getting hammered and playing, I mean, that song of all songs. So Texture, I do have to ask, did this had to be in like two thousand seven. Did somebody come up and eventually have to say anything to the DJ or <laughs> Texter says, Can't recommend welcome to Rexham enough. Oh. I've heard of that show, but don't know anything about it. Oh, like, it's, I've, um, like I've literally heard like that show. The premise? No, no. I, it's all it's, I've heard is the name of the. It's show. Ryan Reynolds and uh, Rob McElraney. They bought a oh, the oldest football team in Wales. That's what it is, and okay. it's a documentary about them. And it, I mean, it looks awesome. Um, but like a, you said, a documentary, just, right? No, it's real. Yeah, no, they bought it. Like oh, they, they've been. So like, it's a they real just had thing. camera crews follow them for the, like their first years being owners. Shows what I know about it. So okay. it's it's kind of Ted, like real life Ted Lasso in a in a sense. I'm uh with like I'm people that seem to be enjoyable. Like uh, r- those two guys are pretty uh yeah. seem pretty normal. So I'm but well, once again, watching shows right now. Real yeah. tough. House of the Dragons hard enough on me. The guy having his wedding this Saturday needs to be fed to the crabs by the crab feeder. <laughs> It's also a really good text. That's a great text, uh, too. I wish I hadn't given out the Shady Rays. All right, just kidding. Good text. Thanks, everybody. You all stepped up in a big way. You know what? I'll do a random drawing for two pairs. So we'll give one oh. to that texter about the DJ, uh, Soldier Boy Tellum, and then we will do a random draw as well. So thanks, everybody. We appreciate it. Hopefully the podcast will work. Have a good Wednesday. We'll see you tomorrow. This is Kentucky Roll Call and Big Exports. Okay. NFL tomorrow. What time I feel it.